Welcome back to Swim Swam Previews of the 2020 U.S. World Champ Trials. We're here with Braden Keith and Ben Dornan. And today we've got our top five races for the U.S. men at the World Champ Trials, starting with the men's 100 free. Guys, we got a loaded field. As always, men's 100 free has looked strong the last few years. Do you think anyone can beat Caleb? No, <laughs> who's gonna, I mean, who's going to be Caleb? Zach Apple didn't look great in the fall. I'm sure he'll still make the team, but like nothing there is, is in giving me any indication that he's going to be in there. Blake Peroni is retired. Um, Ryan held, if anybody's got a chance, I guess it's Ryan held Brooks Curry will be on the team. Um, I don't have much confidence in Bo Becker. I don't know what to think of Maxine Rooney. Nathan Adrian is probably not swimming. Um, Coleman Stewart, Danny Kruger, you know, we get pretty deep down here. I, I think so. I don't see anybody that can rise up and beat Dressel, um, right now. If there's somebody, maybe an Adam Cheney, uh, who keeps swimming well, that would be Dressel's training partner. Um, but no, I don't see it. You know, I think what could be interesting in this hundred free is I think this, this could be the year where we see a pro like a, a Ryan Murphy or a Shane Casas or somebody who we don't usually think of as a hundred freestyler, maybe take a flyer on it and see if they can sort of sneak that sixth um, spot with like a 48 low sneak onto a relay. Um, so I think that that would be a more interesting sort of angle to watch for in this hundred free than really anybody beating Caleb. Cause Caleb, I know Caleb has taken a couple of breaks and he keeps getting these tattoos and whatever, but <laughs> He's still Caleb Dressel. He's still exactly. fine. Ben, who do you yeah, see? I feel like every year. Oh, sorry. sorry. Who do you see for number two? Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think that I, I don't think anyone's gonna gonna beat Dressel. I think we always get to this point in the season, and he hasn't really done anything in season, and we kind of forget that he's Caleb Dressel, and he can just show up and and do what he does at trials. But um, I think Brooks Curry uh, is someone who really showed up for USA last, last summer, um, on that relay. And he coming into the season, he was just probably another one of the the hundred freestylers, but after his NCAA performance, you know, winning both of those events, um, at NCAAs, I think that he definitely has the momentum right now to get into that number two spot. Cause there's not really a clear definite favorite for, for number two. Um, of course, Michael Andrew will be interesting to look out for. Uh, he'll have the added, like, we'll, we'll talk about this later, I'm sure, but uh, the added uh, swimming the 50s, so that may take away from from his 100 free. I don't know how the schedule works out, but but I think Brooks Curry is definitely uh, my pick for number two right now. Yeah, how could you pick up against him after what he did at NCAA? Is that 50, 100 free double? I mean, in any, in any other sphere, I, I feel like people discount Brooks Curry because he's got kind of the mullet and he's skinny you know he's not built like Caleb or Nathan Adrian but he's he's got that you know high on the water posture where he just sort of skips across the surface of the water and in any other world the guy who wins the 1500 free at NCAAs is absolutely in the conversation um so I I I hope Brooks Curry comes in in that second spot and gets the individual swim because I think I think we need to I you know everybody likes Brooks Curry right um, everybody's a fan of Brooks Curry because he just, he's an interesting kind of guy. Um, but it, it feels to me like we don't yet still take him as seriously as a double 
NCAA champion should be taken. You know, we talk about Matt Sates, we talk about Leon Marchand, but people, people don't talk about Brooks Curry, the double NCAA champion, right? Like they talk about the guy who won with the mullet. He's, he's almost like meme like, and I think we need to take him more seriously as a legitimate world-class sprinter. And I hope that this summer gets him to that point. All right. So speaking of NCAA prospects, we've got a lot in the men's 200 fly. All right. This event is wide open. (laughs) So many different people could take it. Um, Do you think Luca can come back, fulfill the prophecy? He had a strong NCAAs, including an American record and the hundred back of all events. Do we think he can get back down to his best time this summer? I I don't see any reason not why he couldn't. (laughs) I mean, um, God, I'd, I'd kind of love to see him just go all in on this backstroke thing. When we, we get the sense and the rumor mill is saying that he's kind of done with the 4IM. And if he's focusing more on the 200s, it's hard to see him not making this team. Um, but, you know, tr- there's so many guys with momentum in this race. Um, I that, that makes it hard because Luca seems like such an obvious pick to win. Um, just because of where his top end potential has been. But for whatever reason in this 200 fly, he has, it doesn't look like he's been feeling it. And I don't know if that's a training thing. I don't know if it's in his head. Um, But after he had that great hundred back in NCAAs and then his 200 fly was good, but he didn't win it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That was like the tightest race of, of NCs. It was like five guys all at the touch. Yeah, and what was his time? 138.82. So that was a best time. He did go a best time, so that's good. It's it's hard. It it feels hard to have confidence in him, even though we know he's the only guy in this field who has shown a 153, right? Has anybody else in the field been 153? Not recently. Absolutely not. (laughs) The next fastest, uh, they're all 154s. I think it's Julian, 154.7. Yeah. and so Trenton, Trenton could be there. It seems like his he was on a an edge in long course. He didn't have a great NCAA season, um, but if he can do what he did last summer, he it wouldn't surprise me one bit if Trenton decided that he was going to do some more of a drop taper for NCAA's and focus on on making a world's team. Um, that's completely made up and fabricated. So don't don't anybody run with that and think Trenton said that's completely out of my head. Um, so, you know, right now you got to think Luca and Zach, I guess, but then who do you like for this race? Uh, I don't know. I think that this is interesting because almost no one that we're talking about has swum this event long course this season. Uh, I I was just looking at our preview. The only people who've actually raced it are Chase and Zach and they were, Chase was a 156 and Zach was a 158, which are fine times for in season, but don't really give us a sense of where they're going to be at trials and everyone else is kind of making that transition from yards to long course. So it's going to really depend on who is able to go from that high level at NCAAs. And then what is it like a month and a half later, uh, managed to get hopefully down to, I don't know, one, 155, 154 territory at trials. Um, but I feel like Albiro has been kind of the guy in, in yards for a long time. And if you can make the transition to, to long course this year, I think it'll be great if you can get a spot, but, but as you said, yeah, it's hard to be hard to bet against Orlando and, and Harding after Harding's summer. 
Is anybody else surprised to learn that Zach Harding is still only 24 years old? I don't know why, but in my head, I, I, I feel like he's older than that. Um, but that, you know, that says to me that he can still go best times. He can still go from 154 to 153. Um, you know, it feels like Louisville has all the momentum in the world right now. So I think that works in Albiero's and Harding's favor. Their, their assistant coaches are up for every job that opens. Um, and I think, I don't know, depending on when this podcast comes out, I think we might have at least one of them uh, out the door before these world championship trials, but Ooh. that momentum can matter, right? Like that momentum can be big for somebody. So that, that gives me, Georgia doesn't feel like they have that momentum right now. So if we're looking at it from that perspective, I hate to sound like a downer on Luca, but I just, I don't feel it, you know? All right. So let's talk about an event that does have some momentum for the U.S. men, which is the 400 free. And it might not seem like it, but we did medal at the Olympics in it. So some momentum. Uh, but this is a wide open one medal. Because, one medal, <laughs> wide open event, because uh, we, we've got Kieran, who was that bronze medalist. But then Jake Mitchell, who is the other Tokyo Olympian, will not be at trials due to having mono at NCAAs. And behind him, we've got a bunch of 348s. So what do you guys think? I think notwithstanding what we all know at this point about Carson Foster and big meets, I think you got to feel good about Carson coming out of that kind of quagmire there because Zane Grothy hasn't looked good this season. Um, maybe Zane Carson Foster is going to swim the 400 free. He, we did get confirmation today. He will be entered in it, which as we know, doesn't always mean he's going to swim it, uh, him or anybody else, but he is going to be entered in the 400 free. Um, so I, you know, he had a good 200, uh, after NCAAs and he's a great 400 IMer. So that leads me to believe that he, I like, why can't he have a 345, 400 free? And it kind of makes sense based on what else he's good at and what his times are in those races. Right. What else is that? Is, is, are there any conflicts for him for that day? Uh, let me look. I got it open. Just for the I would love to see a Carson Foster foreign free. No, that just throws a hundred breast hunter back. Yeah. Can I just speak? Do you think that Jake Mitchell listens to this podcast? Cause I want to talk directly to Jake Mitchell and tell him, I listened to the podcast he did with you Coleman and he was talking about, he had mono. Of course it takes a long time to get, to get over, but he seemed to think that he had no shot of making worlds. And that was one of the factors for him not to swim, but he, if no one goes under the FINA a right now, which is 348, which it seems unlikely that only Karen will get under that. So, but if no one else gets under it, all Jake Mitchell needs to do in the final to make the world's team is beat Trey Freeman. So even if no one else goes under it, Trey Freeman and Jake Mitchell have been the only other guys under the FINA A since March, 2020. So he doesn't actually need to hit the FINA A. So I don't think the deadline has passed yet. So I need to tell Jake Mitchell, enter in trials because you, it's, it's easier than you think. No, but and the plot thickens. What makes you believe that he can beat Trey Freeman? It's just, it's just, I, I don't think 
that he can he because more 20 <laughs> 21 at NCAA. I'm just saying it's easier than you than he thinks. It's easier yeah. than he thinks. Yeah, I, I, what, I Trey Freeman could get mono. I don't know. I see what you're getting at, but like again, <laughs> Trey Freeman is in that hot-handed group at Florida that we keep talking about. I know. Um, you know, he So is Jake Mitchell. He had a good NCAA <laughs> season and he doesn't have mono. Like the nature of mono is you don't just get over it in a week. Yeah, that's going to drag out for him. And and I, I honestly think I could see Trey Freeman going 346. I could see Carson going 346. I could not see Jake Mitchell going 346 after that NCAA championship meet. Yeah. And I think for that matter, I think his decision is probably as much about uh, Coleman. You saw him on deck at, at NCAAs. He was not happy. He was as frustrated as I've maybe ever seen a swimmer at that level. Um, and I think he needs sort well, of a, a reset. At, to be fair, at the time, he didn't know he had mono when he was upset. <laughs> Did he not? He I found he out after the 400 IM. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. What I'm saying is that you can't bet against a guy that qualified for the Olympics swimming I in can heat bet. alone. alone. I can ben, ben, I will bet against him right now. <laughs> All right, moving on to an event that the U.S. is very good at internationally. Men's Hunter back. I, I think it's fair to say Ryan Murphy's got that top spot locked in, but you might disagree. Who do you have in Men's Hunter back? Okay, I've got Murphy winning it. I don't know if I'd. I don't know if I'd bet on Ryan Murphy. Um, I just, Ryan Murphy made the Olympic team and we've seen a lot of people who made the Olympic team take a break. And I'm sure Ryan took a break. I don't know how much of a break, but he didn't show up at ISL till, till close to the end. So he took a break and Shane Koss has missed the Olympic team, had a great short course worlds, uh, moved to train at Texas with Eddie and Wyatt. I don't think it's a slam dunk. The gap isn't that big. I think Shane, so what Shane was 52, seven at trials. And I think a 52-4 or 5 could win it here. Like, I could see Murphy going 52-6 here and 52-3 at the at Worlds. Um, and I think Casas can go 52-5 here, don't you? I do. Ben? And I don't know about Hunter. I, you know, we'll have to see with the double taper. Ohio State wasn't great at NCAAs. He wasn't great at NCAAs. They looked pretty gassed. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if he can turn that around this quickly. Um, and what I do you want see? to see the battle of the hunters because there's also Hunter Tap who's been 53-4. Um, Is he swimming? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's, he's swimming. I mean, that 53-4 was from Olympic trials, but um, I don't know. Did you mention Coleman Stewart? I know that he's kind of been I don't know, like he, he the world record holder, the, the world course. record holder in the short course, but um, just in rest, yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch of guys kind of like 53 mid that could just like do something as you're saying, it, it's looking like it, it's going to be a little bit slower to make the team than it's been in the fast, so then it's been in the past, so 
I don't know. I feel like someone could come, but it'll probably be Murphy and and Costas. I think Coleman Stewart's fifty three nine from trials was one of the like sort of head scratching swims at that meet personally. Like also, yeah, because he made the final in the yeah. hundred free. Yeah, um, that that swim was very strange to me. What about Daniel Deal? It, I mean, does anybody think there's any chance? He's been 53-5. He's only, is he still 16? He's 16 or very recently 17. Do you, does anybody think there's any chance that this is his coming out party and he goes 52 mid and makes the team? I don't know if you've been on the internet, Braden, but Daniel Dill doesn't exist. So. <laughs> is this a meme that I've missed? <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Is this a sussy meme? It is. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't Yeah. But anyway, I, I don't see it for him this year. I think he might sneak on the 400 free relay. I think maybe he could throw down a really solid 100 free 48 mid and get sixth, but I don't, I don't see it in the 100 back. What do you think is more likely, that he pops and makes the, makes the 100 back or that Thomas Heilman pops and makes the 100 fly, which is probably a slightly less competitive event nationally right now? I think Heilman. Uh I think it's less, I think Heilman could pop and still not make it. <laughs> I, I don't think Heilman can make the hundred fly because Michael Andrews swimming the hundred fly. And so is Caleb. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, there's, I, uh, and I think so is Shane. And so it's like, he could, he could go 51 mid and still not make it. I'd put a buck on deal making the team at long odds. Like I, I think, I, you know, who somebody's got to, somebody unexpected has to make this team. And I think he's got as good of a chance as anybody that we've talked about so far. Um, I like it. Yeah. All right. I said Michael Andrews, so we have to talk about him. <clears throat> Men's 200 IM, he's not swimming it. But <laughs> that does lead to the question how many events do you think that Michael Andrew can qualify for at this world championship trials? So the 200 IM ben without is Michael counting Andrew, on his <laughs> the 200 IM without Michael Andrew becomes pretty clear. Chase Kalish and Carson Foster, um, you know Sam Stewart's still around. Trent and Julian had a swim that at, at um, the post trials national meet last year, a 157.8. I don't think everybody paid enough attention to. But after that, it's Jake Foster at 159.1, who admittedly did have a very good NCAA season. But like nobody's going to get down and I don't think compete with Carson and Chase. So for Michael, we think he's he's he looks good in the 50 free, right? Like he still looks good in the 50 free. He you know, he's been up and down since trials, but I think he still looks good in the 50. We all agree on that. Sure. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate the feedback. No, so, yes, I agree. 50, uh, I think he's all in 50 free. He's going to make it. <laughs> cool. Um, hundred fly, you know, I think he would have made the team if he, if he swam it at trials last year, I think he probably got talked out of swimming it at trials last year. Um, maybe if Shane Casas swims it, Shane could bump him. I don't know if Tom's going to bump him. We all love Tom to death, but I, I, I don't know if he's going to bump Michael Andrew. Is he swimming the stuff? only kind of. Uh, he's having a baby soon yeah honestly um and then and then what's his face um i think he'll still well yeah who knows i was gonna say isl but what does that mean so Um, hard fly michael uh, maxime rooney 
yeah, I feel confident about it. Mac, I think Maxime is 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 biggest issue there. I think he'll. I think Caleb probably will. I I think there's a chance Caleb skips the fifty fly, um, thinking he'll win the hundred fly, and he then he'll get his spot on the team that way. Although he doesn't have anything else that. I really want Caleb free. One of two avenues. Uh, Coleman, you said it, when you talked to, to Michael last, he didn't feel great about his backstroke. So maybe he doesn't swim the 50 backstroke, even though I think he'd still maybe like to make the team in all four. So we're at three, right? So we're at 50 fly, 50 free, 100 fly. Um, okay, 100 breast. Yes. Just There's yes. no discussion needed. He'll make right. it. It's him and Fink. He's been 58-1 twice this season. Yeah. And who is there anybody? Or sorry, 50. You know, maybe yeah. like David Curtis in the 50 breaststroke does something unexpected. But like I don't think there's really anybody to block him out of the 50 breaststroke. So that's five individual events, which would put him on two two relays, right? Two the relays. mixed medley mixed and the medley men's and medley. medley. Yeah. So that's seven, seven races. Men's. And I, I think. Yeah, I think in this in this compact schedule, even knowing that he likes to be aggressive, I think I think the five individual events is going to be enough to to satisfy him. So I think he makes five individual events and two relays, and then we can leave him off of the mixed medley again and not medal because America. Ben, how many did you have him at? Um. I said eight, but I, I think that I was joking about the eighth one because I think seven makes sense. I don't think, I mean, even though some of them are fifties, I don't think pushing it past seven events makes sense for anyone, let alone Michael Andrew. Um, Is there Wells. any chance he does the hundred free on day one just because he doesn't have anything else to do? And he only really on day two, he's only got the 50 fly. Most people I would say no, but Michael Andrew would do that, especially considering it's day one. I I feel like there's a chance. I don't think he will, but I think because there's nothing else, he might. I think that if he does, there's a fairly good chance he'll get top six at least and, and potentially get on that relay. I could see him swimming the 100 free, making the final, and then dogging it in the final and finishing eighth. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say scratching. <laughs> no, I just don't think scratching is in his nature. <laughs> I, I think my prediction is that he'll swim six events this summer at, at Worlds. I think if he makes 50 free, 100 breast, 100 fly, he will only do one out of the 50 breast, 50 fly. Really? Even in the, my, the bigger schedule? That's my, that's my prediction. I think he'll keep it a little more compact than normally for him to, to really focus on medals uh, because I think he's a medal contender in those three main individual events if he's yeah. them. Yeah. I really uh, want him to do just one event in each stroke. I think that would be just cool. Just personally, a personal note for Michael Andrew. I think that would be cool if we had someone, we had someone swimming, swimming one event in each stroke. Come on, Michael, do it for Ben. Do it. All right. Cool. And on that note, that is our men's preview for the 2022 U.S. Trials. Stay tuned for full coverage of the U.S. World Champ Trials on Swim Swam.